1: Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. This month, we are teaming up with IGotOut.org, a consortium of cult survivors supporting the I Got Out movement of activism and education
0: to help shine light on the commercial cults more commonly known as multi-level marketing. Throughout the month of November, follow along with us on social media as we share MLM
1: statistics, cult education, survivor stories, and ways that you can join in on the movement. Visit igotout.org to share your MLM experience and share your I Got Out selfie using the hashtags I Got Out and I Got Out of an MLM on social media. Freedom of thought is a universal human
0: right. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. I'm so excited to continue our cult education. This month, we are talking to the lovely Elizabeth Broha. Please, Elizabeth, say hello to everybody, introduce yourself, and let's talk about where you were when MLM came into your life.
2: All right. I am Elizabeth Broha, and I left Young Living back in the middle of September this year, I was in Young Living for about three years at that point. And now that I've left, I've learned a lot um, about MLMs from Roberta. Just after Lula Rich, that's kind of, Roberta and her TikToks and Lula Rich made me leave. So after I left, I'm like, wow, I was kind of in really deep and I'm just, very happy and I'm getting more involved with my church and other things. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's good. I'm glad that you're out and you're happy and that you, you are thriving in your now. That's wonderful. So where were you three years ago in your life that when Young Living came knocking, that it looked so opportunistic and a good idea for you?
2: There's a story to that. I was so first, when I got first introduced to Young Living, I was in college, and I was struggling with mono. I had mono. I was looking for something to make the swelling in my spleen go down, and I was told about essential oils, not Young Living at that point, point. and yes, the lemongrass helped tremendously. It was insane how much it helped, and I posted about it, and then the Young Living person who then later recruited me think this was 2016 she told me as she told me about Young Living and she's like we want you to use good 100 percent pure oils we don't want you to use anything that is bad for you and that I, I'm like oh that sounds good but at that point I couldn't afford them so I used plant therapy essential oils for two years after that
0: which is then- a fantastic company with great oils
2: Yeah. I'm back with them. I love them. They have lots of different flavors of CBD. So I'm going to try them all. (laughs) So they're really good. And they're like, I think 60 to 70% cheaper.
0: Yeah. It's wild, right? It's amazing how much markup there is in MLM to pay for all of the scam.
2: Yeah. When I looked at plant therapy after spending a hundred plus a month for, for oils, I'm like, I can spend $100 and get like three times as much, four times as much. It's absolutely insane.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean, this is like so predatory because you're sick. You try a natural remedy that, you know, you probably heard about a friend told you about whatever, like in a very innocuous way, just like, oh, I heard lemongrass helps. Let me try it. And it works for you. And you're like, wow, like, that's so cool. It helped me. And someone preys upon that. Like, Hey, I have an opportunity for you. This girl's already using oils. Like I can get her on my team and then she can sell them too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, you can't even, even like share things like that on your Facebook page or social media without somebody coming after you. And yeah. it, like,
2: it makes social media, not even really
0: a fun place to hang out anymore.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, but them, doing that to me goes even deeper when I got married, I got married in September, 2018 and uh, 2018. And the day before I rolled my ankle and I couldn't walk without help that day. So I wasn't in Young Living at this point. And then somehow some way this random girl who I didn't really know found out and she showed up at church when I was getting ready with oils, young living oils. And she's like, yeah, these things will help. They help. But it was my wedding day. (laughs) I'm like, she knows I have oils at home. She knows I can use them. I had my peppermint with me anyways. And here she shows up with deep relief and like marjoram and and, in this cute little bag, you know, like cute little swag bags they give you to introduce you. And my wedding day, looking back on it, I'm like, Even my wedding day is, I hate to say stained, but it has the Young Living stain on it, and that, it hurts.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. It's, like, supposed to be the happiest day of your life, and it's, like, now it's marred by, like, hey, girl, you want to buy some oils? I know. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) What? it's so strange you're like I don't even know this girl I just was like oh no I rolled my ankle the table for my wedding I'll have to limp down the aisle and she just shows up to the church that you're getting married at and she's like I can help
2: you like, I mean she was a what? member so she knew who I was I play I'm I used to be really active in church and I played music piano organ like everybody knows me at that church but it's just she used that connection against me <laughs>
0: yeah it's really culty and weird like Mm -hmm. what are you doing Mm -hmm. at what point did you decide to join Young Living after being contacted by by multiple different people over time
2: after we got married I uh, thought about it for a while I was reached out to a couple times and I'm like I need to think about it because when you first get married you don't have a lot of money we both worked at Walmart we couldn't afford to spend however many, like $50 a month to stay active, even at that point. So a couple of weeks go by and still in September of 2018, I went to, I was invited to a class at my upline's house. I'm like, oh, this will be fun. A bunch of people. I get to meet new friends. I knew some of them from church. So it was going to be some fun Christian fellowship and it was just I mean, it was a sales pitch, that whole thing. It was a sales pitch. And we were served stuff with oils baked into it. And it was really yummy. That's how I ended up joining. I can't remember. I did go to a class. And then I was, I went to my upline's house. And I met with her privately. And then she talked to me about all of it. Did like the class again and talked to me about the business thing. And I wasn't interested in first. At first because I didn't have a hundred dollars a month to spend and I'm just like you know what I'll just buy the starter kit and I'll see where it goes and then eventually she got me to be a little bit interested in the business but at that point I still wasn't just like well I'll try some more products and I don't think I tried to sell things until the beginning of 2019.
0: Okay, so you were just one of those people they like to claim are just, you know, wholesale discount customers and not actual business builders. They have this like whole statistic of like, oh, only 5% of people in this company actually try to make money, which I don't really (laughs) necessarily believe, but you know. Um, And so, how long were you just a customer before you decided to attempt to build a business?
2: Just a couple of months. Um, I, uh, I mean, I sold a kit to my sister, my husband's sister-in-law. She, she at that point was somebody who liked to buy kits from every place. You know, I think they're called kitnabbers.
0: Yeah, a kitnapper or a kitnabber. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: either of those work. Yeah, and that's that's fun. It's fun to get a starter kit. I have to admit, I'll never do it again, but it's fun. So I don't blame her for that. She's not at fault for that. And she realized early on that MLMs weren't good. And that surprised me. (laughs) But I should have probably taken that as a red flag. But then I continued. I knew somebody at work. I worked at Target at that point. And I knew somebody at work that struggled with some sort of autoimmune issue and People in essential oil MLMs are trained to take advantage of whenever somebody mentions, I have this thing going on in my life. Like they complain about some sort of ailment immediately pitch an oil on them. And I sold to her and she told me about the, all the Gary young scandal stuff. And I'm like, that's not true because I told my upline and they're like, well, you can't believe what's on the internet. Everybody's just out to get us. And I'm like, I lost her as a friend because I wouldn't listen. I should have. She was a great, ah. great girl. Wow.
0: Already with the us versus them narrative, like already. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's unfortunate about your friend. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Thanks. Yeah. it's. I mean, Emma just a story, everything. So. I mean, we we can definitely talk about Gary Young right now if you'd like. Um, I briefly mentioned Gary Young, and we went through a very quick list of his—I um, don't even know what to call him—adventures uh, <laughs> on an earlier episode that we did um, that I'll link in the show notes. But you know, let's talk about Gary Young, who he is, what he did, and what Young Living educates as what he is, because I think what he truly is and what Young Living depicts to their members are two entirely different things. And I mm-hmm. would really like to go through the juxtaposition of that with you.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I since I joined in 2018, things were a little bit more different because the FDA before I joined did get after Young Living for a lot of stuff um, like prescribing. I have a whole book on my bookshelf back there um, all about like different oils that help different things and I use them for my own personal and I used to use them to get people to buy things and I know that was wrong and I I'm so sorry if anybody's listening and they know me I'm so sorry I did that to you you can read my Facebook post about it um anyways starting off with that Gary Young started off with essential oils now this is I haven't really read much after leaving. This is what I was taught at convention, at events, at just random people talking about Gary as if he was some sort of god or like leader, cult leader, I guess is good, a good way to put that. Um, he started off by he became, he was paralyzed from a logging accident. And I don't know how true all of this is, because this is what I was taught. Um, He fasted for a very long time. He was only drinking water. And he fasted for a very long time. And somehow, he reset his body to become unparalyzed. I don't know how true that is. I should have researched before this podcast. But that's just insane. And I was like, when I was just all wrapped into it, I went to convention in 2019 and I was like, so inspired. And I'm like, oils are crazy. I don't remember if he used essential oils. He probably did. It's probably how he started the company.
0: Yeah, but- actually um, I looked it up. So we will go through like the facts based on like with what you were told, next to the facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like this is <laughs> literally what you just said. I was like, mm-hmm. so based on this website that I have that I'll link in the, in the show notes, it says that after the logging accident, which is true, Gary boasts that he cured himself with fasting, like you said, and essential oils, but in his brochure from 1987, it solely attribute he solely attributes his recovery to oscillation frequency stimulation infusion without ever mentioning essential oils at all
2: <laughs> wow i was never ever told that
0: <laughs> yeah so i don't think i don't think so i think i think he had an oscillation frequency stimulation infusion and, and that's probably what cured him of his paralysis wow yeah. All right. So um, were you guys ever told about any of his arrests or the infant side or anything like that?
2: Well, we were never told about any of the arrests, but at convention, and this is absolutely insane, but in convention at 2019, and I wish I had a video of it, Mary Young went on this rant about a rant. She ranted at I don't know. I think there were like 28,000, 30,000 people in that arena. And she ranted at us about a a scandal with doTERRA that was going on at that time. And Gary supposedly killing his child, which I now believe that that happened. I didn't at the time. And she just ranted about it. She talked about how it wasn't true. How, how could, a father kill their kid and that's all I was taught about that but nothing else I later learned about the arrests and how he was like a fake doctor after I listened to one of your episodes about Young Living
0: yeah it's wild right um he delivered his child in a water birth and left them underwater for over an hour unfortunately. So it's, it's odd to me that Young Living would deny that that happened. Um, Mary Young wasn't even the child's mother. So that probably is why she can deny that happening. Um, But it absolutely happened.
2: I never knew that he had a wife before her. I've heard things about him pushing his wife at the time down the stairs. He he was not a good man, but in Young Living, everybody revered him. The woman that recruited me, she met him and she was all goo goo over him. And I never got to meet Mary and D- Gary had passed before I joined, but I was like, when I was listening to Mary talk, I was crying. So I was definitely indoctrinated looking back. I'm like, how could something like that Bring me to tears <laughs> honestly that's not really who i am
0: it's wild what we believe when we're in these situations and we allow ourselves to suspend disbelief and to have faith in strangers that that we don't know and, and complete trust in people that that we don't that we don't know at all um it's it's amazing what what will allow ourselves to believe and also disbelieve so you know Definitely not your fault. Um, these these people have been at it for a long time, and they know exactly what they're doing, and how to get people in and to keep people in for as long as possible.
2: Yeah, it's definitely very disgusting. Um, I listened to a little bit culty, so definitely if you can list, if you can link that in the show notes, that's a great place to listen to all things culty, and I've learned a ton. From them and I watched The Vow and I am like wow I can't believe this is so similar and I actually before I left Young Living I was listening to or watching the Scientology documentary with Leah Remini one where you realized oh my god I'm in a cult (laughs) I couldn't finish it at the time because I was realizing and coming I'm like I think I'm in a cult but i never finished watching it because at the time I'm like, it was very uncomfortable for me to watch it. I should probably go back and finish it. I still haven't, but I'm going to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's that cognitive dissonance that makes us feel so uncomfortable, you know? Um, And I think it's a lot of things like people don't listen to it enough. And I think it's because people don't know what it is or what it truly feels like. Um, and cognitive dissonance, we talk about it a lot. It's, it's that uncomfortable feeling, like we just said, when you're in between two conflicting ideals, right? So you're in Young Living, and they're telling you Gary Young is amazing. And you're like, but I'm literally reading on the internet that he's a monster. You're like, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to think. One thing is fact, but on the other side, it's like I put so much time and energy and love and effort into this business and these people and this this whole thing it can't all be like a total joke and scam can it like I couldn't have fallen that deep in it right that that's more improbable that website is probably just a liar and then your cognitive dissonance like you know with these thought terminating cliches and techniques it makes you sit you know it makes you it makes you suspend disbelief for just a little bit longer and you stay just another month or another week or another day, right? You just stay a little bit longer. So, at what point in your journey with Young Living did that cognitive dissonance that you had inside of you become too loud to ignore?
2: Definitely after I watched Lula Rich, I had always thought that I would go back and I would order oils again because I, I stopped my membership because we were moving and I'm like, I have so many oils. I basically have a pharmacy. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't need more and I'm just going to stop. And just the process in stopping your membership was unacceptable. I had to verify multiple times within the chat conversation that I had. I had to contact customer service to tell them that I was quitting and after that, I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to do it again. And then Lula Ridge came out and your TikToks. I have to admit, at first, when I first saw you on my For You page, I got mad at you because I was still in Young Living. And I'm like, this girl, what is she going on about? Go away. <laughs> and I was, that was back when I was like commenting on anti-MLMers things. And I was like, the hun in the comments. And then I started watching your TikTok after I stopped my membership. And I'm like, okay, okay, sure. (laughs) And then Lula Rich, and I'm like, I'm gone, I'm done. Made that post on Facebook that you've seen.
0: Yeah, your cognitive dissonance was just like, literally like tugging at you, like pulling you out. It put me on your for you page. You're like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, oh, look, there she is again wait, what she just said. Okay. I've experienced that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like each new video, you're like, okay, she's a little bit more right in this one too. <laughs> and all of a sudden you in your cognitive dissonance, like you just, you can't ignore it anymore. There's too much. And then you read the comments too, right? You're in your comments and you're like, I'm going to defend this. And then you read somebody's comment and you're like, oh, that's me. Okay. No. Okay. And you even see it. So like, I'm so happy that people comment with their experiences as well, because it adds so much to the content of the video to see real people Mm -hmm. responding and saying, this is what happened to me or that happened to me too. Or let me tell my story. Um, and I think there's so much power in that, especially you telling me that those were the steps that you took to get out. We're seeing those little breadcrumbs, which is the whole point of all of this, right? Is I don't want to pressure you to do anything you're not comfortable doing, but I want to give you accurate information so that you can actually make legitimate and substantial decisions that are not clouded in deception and lies and somebody else's bonus check.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, I hear that kind of, like you say that, you these (laughs) here here I am speechless for once um people like you come into my life at the exact right time because it's always at a moment when I'm feeling like what I'm doing isn't making a difference and that the threats that are coming in and the angry messages and people just people are horrible by the way If you'd see you stop, please. (laughs) Like, (laughs) some people are just really horrible unnecessarily, and it, it, you know, I have a lot of imposter syndrome with my ADHD, and it's really hard for me, and I struggle. And then people like you say things like that, and you're like one of a few that's that's come into my view in the last couple days, and it's I I have to say thank you to you and that I appreciate you as well because you are the living proof. And here I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I promised myself I wasn't gonna cry. Um, you are the living proof that like what we're doing makes sense and like is actually helping people.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've changed my life. I'm just gonna say that. Like I watch your TikToks all the time because you. I, I probably would have still been in that cult like hold if it weren't for your videos and Lou the Rich and all of the other anti-MLM creators because I follow a lot of them and they're yeah I'm getting a little emotional too.
0: <laughs> me too I'm like stop you're gonna make me cry my eyes are like it's not it's not raining it's just crying on my face um I'm sorry it's not I'm not crying
2: it's just raining on my face.
0: oh my god little flight of the concords joke there for you old people like me
2: (laughs) I don't get that I'm sorry (laughs) yeah
0: no I didn't think you would it's totally fine don't even worry about it
2: (laughs) (laughs) but I just want to I just want to say that I also I didn't get high up at all I was I never increased in rank I never even got to star which is the first rank in young living I tried so hard I spent $100 a month for two 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 and a half years straight almost because um, I was promised by my upline that they would sign people up underneath under me. And that was after a while. I'm like, I'm not being successful at this. Like, but I want to be because I want to make money. And I'm wasting my money. So just sign people up under me. I don't care. They never did. They kept saying we would. And I kept spending a hundred bucks that went on for like, Five to six months, they never did it. So at that point, I, I getting around to the point, I was very far into it, but I never had a team. So even people like me who are just in the eyes of the Young Living uplines, lowly distributors, and they make you feel like that. <laughs> in convention, you get this ugly green lanyard it's ugly and they're like you're a distributor and even us we get super far into the (laughs) culty that's
0: so culty i hate that like you and it's so it's mlm doublespeak right so it's like they tell you all the time like everybody's the same everyone has the same opportunity we're all equals we're all sisters and then you go to convention and they're like you're a lowly distributor here's your green lanyard you're <laughs> like yeah why are you compartmentalizing me and like pointing me out intentionally mm-hmm. and it's it's totally a power move it's absolutely there's no other reason for that distinguish like to distinguish your lanyard colors like it's just it's a power it's move
2: classism it's absolutely it's what it felt like like the people who were think it's executive and above you get these special parties and these special classes that you can go to and you get recognized but like what about us who's spending like two thousand odd dollars a year hello we're making your company go
0: round (laughs) you're just not working hard enough obviously obviously come on there's something wrong with you (laughs) absolutely it's definitely your fault here (laughs) So one of the things that you mentioned to me in your email that um I wanted to talk about because we do talk about leaving MLM and life after MLM and how the grief process is very similar to loss right you go through the stages of grief the same and you said that you feel like at right right now you feel like you are in the anger stage you are in the anger stage of your grief so let's talk about that explain to me what that is for you and what that, how that feels.
2: Yeah. I have actually gone on a little bit from anger since I've sent you that email. And that feels wonderful. My anger was, I said, and I'm going to read this verbatim. The fact of the matter is I'm angry. I'm angry. So many experiences in my first year of marriage are stained by young living, but I'm feeling very relieved now That I'm free and I'm done with it all and now I can get have genuine social experiences without trying to sell to people because almost all of my friendships for three years were I can sell to this person eventually I just need to gain their trust and that's so predatory and I'm not a predatory person at all that's not who I am and I'm angry that I ruined friendships I guess I'm still angry about that. (laughs) I just, there were so many people in my life that could have stayed and I could have been still in contact with them had I not sold. And the most recent one hurts the most because I've known her since high school. And I sold to her this year and she bought a kit and I feel bad because I was a little pushy. We all get pushy when we try to do that. And I feel awful about that, and it still really, really hurts, and I'm grieving the loss of her friendship, and I just can't bring myself to speak with her yet, which is why I made that public Facebook post apologizing. It was like an open letter format. I apologize to all of my family members and all my friends. It's an open letter on my Facebook. Whoever listens, look it up. You can look at it, um, because it's a good lesson for all of you to read, and My grandma's last year on this earth, I was also in Young Living. I didn't spend a lot of time with her. I would leave her place early and go to my uplands house for parties. And that also really hurts because I wasn't focused on my grandma. I wanted to do oils and sell oils. I gave oils to my grandma because she loved them. I never tried to sell to her. But just the fact that my last year with my grandma is also stained by Young Living, it's going to take a long time for me to accept that and look at it in a brighter light, but that's where I'm at currently.
0: Yeah, it's hard, you know, and it's expected. Anchor's expected. expected. You, you devoted so much of your time and your life to this. You put in so much, right? You're saying you sacrificed relationships and you sacrificed time because you put so much, you were all in, right? You, you really Mm -hmm. did. And then when you realize what it really is, what it truly is and what you truly sacrificed, it makes you angry and that's okay. It's okay to be angry. I say, just don't stay there too long, which you said already that you've, you've moved through most of it and that's great, but it has to be processed. People that Mm -hmm. can't you have to come to the realization of, of what you did, what you've done, what the consequences of that is and process that. Because if you don't, you're stuck in that um, young living, just like, but it like provided so much goodness for me. So I just could never say anything bad about them. Like it's, that's where you're going to stay forever. And that nobody likes that place at all where you're out of the cults, but you're still defending and like rationalizing the cult. So I processing through all of the stages, bravo to you for getting through anger quite quickly, which is so good and, and, and moving on to understanding that it's a much bigger issue than I've been lied to and a much bigger issue than I wasted my time.
2: hmm So there was that that happened Um, at convention. This is just going to blow your mind kind of maybe not as bad as the three bottles in a month. That's pretty insane. But I have like an ear infection because like my eustachian tubes, when I fly, they get all messed up, Um, especially if I'm very anxious, which I'm afraid of flying. So that's a thing. Um, Anyways, I got an ear infection. And it started out with an outer ear infection, which I did go to the doctor for before I went to convention. And then it sort of like moved in and then it got better on its own. But they, it hurt really bad at convention. They, I'm like, I kind of need to go to a doctor, but I need a ride. And they're like, no, let's just do this oil thing. Let's get (laughs) yeah luckily I got better I didn't it didn't get worse I don't attribute it to the oil or like the acupressure thing that those random my random like up up line did on my foot it was I'm like how can you advise someone to not go to a doctor when you're when you have ear pain all right <laughs> I'm sorry you're like I have
0: terrible pain I need to see the doctor and they're like wait a second let's try oils and foot massages first
2: yeah you're like "Uh, okay (laughs) Okay." (laughs) when you put it like that I just cannot believe I believed that for so long oh there is you're definitely not alone
0: here so (laughs) don't feel bad at all you're definitely not alone it's just funny because you have like such a different perspective like looking from the outside looking in to to really break it down to the bare bones of what it
2: was and you're just like hmm. you know what (laughs) when you put it like that so Young Living I guess it's not a Young Living product but somehow they're connected with Young Living have you ever heard of a Zyto scanner
0: You know what? I have, but only like in passing in my young living research. I've never really dug deeper into that kind of stuff, but I have heard that term.
2: This is going to blow your mind. It's going to blow everybody's mind. All of this stuff is absolutely insane. When it comes to health, just all of these health MLMs are just no-go. A Zyto scanner is like a hand scanner about the size of your mouth. You just put your hand on it. Um, It measures the like electrical currents. Yeah, that, yeah. (laughs) It measures the like electrical currents or something in your body and like how they're responding to like the, the hand thing. And after it's done, the scan takes like one or two minutes. And after it's done, it pulls up this list of like 30 products that you need. And they're all Young Living specific. Okay. And one of them that came up for me, from what I remember, it's called one of their oils called progesterone plus, I can't remember, but it's like this progesterone oil, which first of all, you should never apply anything with progesterone in it until you talk to your doctor first. And before I did that ZytoScan, I used it for a week. Because at the time I was like, female issues, irregular periods, you know, trying to get rid of that because it causes all sorts of issues. I was doing this without a doctor's advice, just my upline, just the research that I was told to do on my own, like the science, the scientist um, with Young Living, who's now not with Young Living anymore. Um, (laughs) um, But anyways, that the whole Zytoscan thing, it's just a, a no, because it mentioned that oil to me but when I was using that oil, I used it for like a week, and my husband can attest to this. I was super moody, I was super irritable. Um, I think it may be even more irregular. And just don't mess with anything with hormones in it. It's just not unless you talk to your doctor. And just a, oh. <laughs> in in a little bit, culty they have a segment that's called. What chaps my ass. And if I was on that, I would this chaps my ass. The zytoscanner, crap. I can't. my parents listen to this. I'm sorry, but it does. <laughs> Absolutely. The
0: zytoscanner is giving me like major Scientology E meter vibes. Yes. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Hold this and then we'll tell you everything you need. <laughs> like Yeah. And it's all like inside the organization. Um Yes. Yeah. That is a good chaps my ass for sure. So another thing that chaps my ass uh, is these really unbelievably culty screenshots that you sent me. (laughs) Um, Is this a conversation with someone in your upline?
2: She was not my direct upline. She was my direct upline mother-in-law who basically ran her team for her. I'm not quite sure how that all works, which, by the way, I haven't heard from her, my direct upline, who I was really close with, since I left. She has never reached out to me. I I thought we were great friends. We shared, like, so many personal things with each other at convention. We spent that whole weekend together. And, Yeah.
0: Okay, so she's somewhere on your upline, closely related enough that she would send you this message. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we've already had our episode with Amanda Montel, so we know what to listen for in these messages. So we're just gonna listen as I read this, and I'll tell you the little ding, ding, dings that I get, and you can tell me the ding, ding, dings that you get. And at home, you're more than welcome to shout out loud the ding, ding, dings that you're gonna hear too it's a fun game uh it says hi hope all is going well for you and that you are staying healthy i saw your facebook post which is where you we have that linked in the in the show notes where Mm -hmm. you say i'm leaving young living and i'm done with this um i'm sad that you feel so against mlms that you don't appreciate the experience that you had benefiting from young living's products
2: that ding first ding 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, right away when I read that first sentence, I'm like, excuse me. I read that to my therapist too. And right after that, she's like, gaslighty.
0: <laughs> right? You don't appreciate the experience. Like that's so culty. Ugh. Anyway, mm-hmm. she continues. I would like to talk to you about your concerns because she wants to pull you back in. Many MLMs have great products that we can benefit from. If you buy products from a store, part of the cost is the overhead of a storefront, employees, and advertising. With MLMs, the customers slash members can spread the word about benefits. You had told me quite a while ago that you wanted to be a product user and not a business builder, which is perfectly fine. Again, it's like, what does she want here? Like she's that getting was mad. a lie. By the she's way. getting mad that you're not part of it, but she's saying it's still okay. Like, I don't understand here. There's a contradiction. Yeah.
2: That was a lie, first of all, because I told her I wanted to do the business. Jeez. I mean,
0: she says 95% of wholesale customers are just product users only. Some purchase once in a while and others are on auto ship. Either is fine. As far as the 5% business builders, their success is determined by consistent caring about the needs of others for years. Ding, 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 ding. Like, come on. Okay. First of all, let's go with her statistics. Her statistics are that 95% of people in young living aren't even building a business at all, they're just wholesale product whatevers, right? so I pulled up the income disclosure statement because I was curious to see if the statistics of people losing money falls in line with the statistics of people who are who are just product users. Um, and of course I was right. Uh, she claims 95% are just wholesale customers, um, but 96.5% are making less than $217 a year. Uh, and that includes the top two tiers of the bottom of the pyramid. Um, the more staggering statistic is that 87% of young living people are making 4 dollars a year on average. So, I mean, are you just a product tester or a product user or are you trying to build a business? It looks like it's just an excuse for young living to be like, well those people don't even want to build a business because if they wanted to build a business, they would. And it's like that's not the reality here.
2: Right. And we try, the people who lose money or just make four bucks a year, we try to get people to join us. Not like you just don't try. Because when you're in an MLM, you want to share it because they just preach, share, 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 because it's out of, now since I'm a Christian and since she's a Christian, we're from the same church, it's out of, uh, it's our Christian duty to share, to have people be healthy. And just looking at that, Without an MLM standpoint, that's a great thing to want others to be as healthy. But when really this just is this whole MLM thing, it's just it, Christian values just don't line up with MLMs. And so many Christian people get sucked into these MLMs under the guise, and you had an episode about this, so I'm not going to go super into it because the one who you were, the I can't remember her name. Abby it's, Miller. Yes. Abby Miller, she was spot on. Every single thing she said was my experience too. And it's just, and she talks about how that Bible passage when Jesus flips the tables because you're selling in church, like seriously, they sold in church to me too. (laughs) Absolutely. I
0: love that analogy. It's so great. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the other thing that I wanted, I wanted to look into when I was on the income disclosure statement, um, there's a little asterisk and at the very bottom in this like grade text, they let you know that 56% of the people that enrolled in 2019 purchased nothing in 2020. Oh,
2: I didn't
0: 56% know 56% right? It's right on their income disclosure statement. Isn't that crazy? They totally put that out there. They let you know it. 56% of the people that were enrolled in 2019 purchased nothing in 2020. And 70% of the people that enrolled in 2018 purchased nothing in 2020, which goes back to my statistics from John Taylor's research, Dr. Don Taylor. Um, 50% of MLM people will leave within the first year. And that's 56% in young living, right? So very close, very, very similar. After five years, 90% leave. So that's also the middle statistic is 70, right? And that's 70%. And that's in 2018. So they're actually a year early on that statistic. They got there in two years instead of three, but that still goes right with those statistics that Dr. John Taylor found in his study. It's still the same data years and years later. We're still getting the same data in 2020 that he discovered years ago. Nothing has changed at all.
2: It's wild to me. Yeah, that baffles my mind because I'm like, how? And I know the politics of MLMs. I just, I still can't believe that we're still... Having these absolutely awful MLMs, like they're still successful. I don't know how that happens with so many people leaving. It's MLMs are disgusting. I just, I'm getting angry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, you're like, oh, I'm still in the anger stages. Um, Yeah. Uh, The screenshot goes on to say that success is determined by the consistent caring about the needs of others for years, which is very loaded and very manipulative to say that only those who actually care about people are successful. That's not true. We know that that's just not true at all, especially in MLM where 99% of people lose money. So that statistic. What she's saying right there is out the window, moot point. She also then says, no one ever said it would be a quick success with little work. Except every single MLM will tell you on social media how easy it is, how you can do it in the pockets of your time, how you can do it on your phone, on the toilet while your kids nap, in the pickup line, at the grocery store. But as soon as the reality comes to fruition, they say, no one ever said it would be quick success with little work. Again, loaded language, double speak, and so culty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I was encouraged. All you need to do is make a couple Facebook posts and people will be interested. I was encouraged by her and the other people on her team. This is easy, easy to do. You can be successful. It might be a little work to get started. And remember, say every 100 no's, you get one yes. First of all, no's suck. I'm like applying for jobs right now. Like I have a job, but I'm trying to get a different job. And every single time they like deny your application without an interview, it stings. And even in MLMs, you're trying to share something that you love. Every single no, it hurts bad. It's it's not easy to keep getting no's. And yes, they told me it's not easy to keep getting no's. But they also said that it was also easy to share what you love.
0: Yeah. I mean, this whole text message is like, it's, So loaded, and it's pages and pages, which is like to me if you're going to send me this ridiculous novel, like it's, I already know that it's going to be so loaded. (laughs) She says, I am passionate about helping people who are looking for a solution to better physical and emotional health. If somebody isn't interested, no problem. I sell nothing, only help with solutions. Remember when your cough wouldn't go away? I had no other motive. Than to see you get better. I'm sorry that you don't think our seed to seal products are superior, but for me, with my past health issues, they have helped me survive. So here she is, completely invalidating you and your experience. And like also making her look to be such a good person who's done nothing in her life but care for the others' well being. And even you, remember that one time you were coughing and I helped you? Here's proof of how wonderful I've also been to you. It's so predatory and gross.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, right after I got that message and I read that part, I'm just like, wait, I never said that I didn't think these products were great. They're good products. They just cost way too much. And Plant Therapy is a way cheaper, cost-effective. And I'm just going to say, Plant Therapy has their test results on their product page for anybody to see and download and use and share. Young Living doesn't release their test results to people unless you're like, have a rank in the company. From what I've seen, I've never been able to like get test results. I haven't tried that hard either. I'll admit that. but you should just be like when it comes to these, I mean, essential oils that can be easily adulterated. You want to know what you're getting. So you need to be able to see the results. And I know they can be um, falsified. I know. Um, But you could easily send a bottle to a lab and get them tested yourself too. So.
0: Which people have done and Mm -hmm. it's come back that they were definitely, you know, not pure. So.
2: Yeah, there was um, this whole cinnamon oil thing. I read an article and it was a while ago, so I don't remember where I found it. Um, I could probably find it and send it to you so you can put it in the show notes. Um, It talked about how there was this person who wrote to Young Living multiple times and she called customer care team. They're like, I sent this sample to the lab of cinnamon oil and I'm just saying this verbatim because it was a while ago Um, but she found that the cinnamon oil oil was was found in the lab to be adulterated it had some unnatural elements in it and I read that after I had left because when you're in an MLM you don't look up like young living losses you don't look that up when you're in there because cognitive dissonance you don't want to feel that ugly feeling Yeah.
0: Um, Her message to you continues for for quite a while. I'm not going to bore everybody with it, but um, (laughs) you respond and say, hello, I'm not interested in discussing my concerns. I also have never said that there aren't some aspects of my time within MLM that I don't appreciate. The views of the company and the MLM industry in general do not line up with my views and morals any longer. And it's like, you would think that that would be enough, but she continues to go on and on and on. And you basically have to tell her to leave you alone because you're not interested Mm -hmm. in discussing this any further. And it's Mm -hmm. like, why does it have to get to that point at all? Why wasn't what you just said enough for this?
2: I, I honestly don't know. Um, I think she's just mad that she can't make money off me anymore. I hate to say it, but my family's friends with their family. And I, I feel bad that I'm bringing this to light. But you know, I also want to be an advocate, just like you someday. Um, I, I know that if we keep these experiences to ourselves, we're not going to help others that are also having this experience. So that's why I'm bringing it out. We're not using names, we're not using like cities or anything. So everything is kept anonymous. And I'm sorry, if you heard this, and you feel hurt. The person who sent me this message is, I just need to share my experience so that others know that what they're feeling is valid, even though people may be invalidating your feelings. So if you're stuck in an MLM or you're leaving and you're getting messages like me, just know that that person isn't necessarily attacking you, they're mad that they may be losing other team members too. They're just mad at their whole situation. <laughs> it's hard, you
0: know, and there's nothing ever personal. The people that send these messages, these messages are a dime a dozen. They are copy paste regurgitations of many, many messages before them. So there's nothing, even the person, if they, if they are listening to this, there's nothing personal against you for sending these messages they are very cultish loaded language, like messages, 100%. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance and there's gaslighting and all kinds of stuff, but it's not uncommon in these kinds of messages because in these situations and cults, high demand groups, MLMs, whatever you want to call them, there's a lot of like people feel personally affected. If I say, I don't like that company because because it's a cult, right? Because it has become your identity. It's not just your job. It's like who you are, it's your personality. If it wasn't for this MLM, who would you be? And so sometimes this criticism of the organization of MLM or the company or the structure of MLM, not even specifically Young Living, but specifically Young Living, people will get very personally uh, involved and feel attacked personally, you know, if you loved Target so much and I hated Target and I said, look, I just don't like Target, okay? I just don't think their stuff's cute. And you sent me a message like this about how much Target is so good. And I'm like, sorry, you don't appreciate all the great things that Target has in the store for you. It's just like, what? When you take the MLM aspect out and you put real terms into these messages, it's wild. Nobody outside of multi-level marketing talks to people like this.
2: Yeah, I can't really add more to that because you hit it right on the head. Um, If I've heard, like, like I said, if I've heard anybody in this podcast, I'm sorry. Um, I still love everybody that I've heard in the past. Uh, I still have a spot in my heart for the person that did this to me. Um, And If you ever do realize that what you're doing, maybe isn't so good. I will definitely take you back into my life and I will be friends with you again. But I will never join an MLM again. (laughs) It's just not the, the, I mean, Some companies may be good, but their business models are not. (laughs) I just can't support the industry anymore. And I know you can't and a lot of listeners, they just, they're done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are so many different levels to leaving MLM and and understanding all of it and what it is, Um, you know, and I'm at the end of that where I'm like, I don't even support the companies at all. I don't even care if skin so soft repels bugs and it smells like, I don't even care. Like I'm done. I don't need it. I don't need scentsy wax. There's other things. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other things that for me, it's fun finding alternatives to things that I used before, because I don't want to support the industry. It has nothing to do with the product. It has nothing to do with the people that are in it. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's all about the industry and the industry is predatory. And it's very hard for me to recommend anything that churns people out at a 99.7% loss rate. I mean, it's worse than gambling. You make more money going to Vegas than joining Young Living. So, you know, it's that, it's like that sort of realization when you put the numbers, you know, numbers don't lie and you put them together and you realize like, what am I, what am I doing? (laughs) What all yeah. this stuff I'm doing and, and the this, this show I'm putting on for $4 a year?
2: Yeah, it's insane.
0: <laughs> Young Living published that. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have to, but they did. And the median number is zero, which means that most people are making zero, which means most people are losing because everybody paid more than $4 to
2: join. Yeah, honestly, a more honest number. And I've seen income disclosure statements with some companies. I don't remember what they are. Um, they will say negative dollars. And honestly, that would be more honest if they would say negative dollars. Because yeah, you spend money going to convention. Let me tell you, I got talked into going to convention. I didn't have the money for it. I paid the lady back on a payment plan for the plane ticket, which who does? <laughs> I'm sorry. If you want to go on a vacation somewhere, you save the money and then you go. You don't pay somebody back. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention one thing, and I don't know if this is common with different MLMs, but Young Living has a kid's camp at their convention. Yes, you heard that right. Kid's camp. I don't know what, what? they do at kid's camp because obviously I was never a kid in that company. But from what I hear, the kids get a little bottle of oil. They get like swag. Yeah, they get swag so they can wear to school and sell it to their friends as moms. Um, and is it
0: basically like daycare at convention?
2: Yeah, and there's probably definitely some indoctrination going on there. I was gonna and, say with the
0: side of indoctrination.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> daycare, care with the side of indoctrination and brainwashing. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because it's awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay if we don't laugh, we cry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, parents would use their kids to sell their oils on their Instagrams. They would have pictures of their kids, videos of them putting oils all over their babies. And I'm not gonna go into that. It's just wrong. Um, oils aren't safe for kids. They're not safe for adults in very large quantities. I I have two cats. Um, so I have to be careful about diffusing my oils because cats' livers can't handle oils. So if you're using oils and you have cats, do your research. Cause I've heard of cats dying from young living oils. And I'm terrified of that with my cats. Um, so I'm very careful. There are a lot of good things that can come from using essential oils. Just do your research, talk to a doctor, especially if you ingest them. I don't recommend ingesting oils, honestly. Um, you never know if a company's adulterating them or not. And you're just sticking things into your body that you don't know what they are. Because they're not, uh, oils aren't regulated by the FDA. Um, Thanks,
0: and
2: D. I think they need to be because people use them in ways they shouldn't but anyways
0: yeah there's a lot of uh dsa money tied up in the supplement industry keeping it unregulated um they spend a lot of money making sure through Mm -hmm. dshay uh that the supplement industry remains unregulated in fact the fda doesn't even get to intervene until something bad happens so (laughs) that's fun
2: that's awful that needs to change. If any future politicians are listening, please change this. <laughs> Not that, I don't know if it can, but let's just hope. The biggest issue in these MLM companies, I think, is consumerism. My husband is a minimalist, and I'm starting to kind of adopt some of those views that he has, because honestly, stuff doesn't equal happiness. I, I believe I mentioned that in my message that I sent back, just like, honestly, I don't find myself being happy when I have more stuff. If I can honestly say, I have never honestly been happy by just buying stuff. When you go to a store, it's instant gratification. And then you just have crap around your house. And yes, I have a mess. Roberta can see my mess.
0: <laughs> <You laughs> They're all things. <laughs> i also have a mess you know i joke i'm like sorry the house is messy we live here like <laughs> I mean, yeah run right.
2: <laughs> but there are things that bring me joy surround yourself with things that bring you joy don't just buy things to buy things don't just buy things to avoid getting talked to by your upline um i did do that at one point i was scared that i was gonna get talked to if i didn't spend my 50 to 100 dollars a month so i just kept doing it um And yes, the oils bring me joy. They did. I can't see my young living oils and look at them and think they make me happy. I have so much product that I'm going to use, but the ones that I have on my desk, the young living ones, I have to turn the labels around because I can't look at that name all day. (laughs) Um, So I can't wait for the day when I use them all up because I can't throw them away. I have like, I don't know, $3,000 worth of and it's yeah
0: (laughs) just think of them as like little milestones and like little goals like one step closer to being completely out you know and then if that one day you're looking at them and you're like oh my god this is going to take forever I am more angry looking at these bottles than I am in the joy of the oil inside them then at that point just toss them
2: (laughs) maybe in a year I'll do that I can see myself maybe doing that in a year, but there are some that I do use and they do make my life a little easier. So there are some that I will continue to use until they run out and then I will buy from plant therapy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's unnecessary to not use up the things unless that it's harmful to you or your environment. Like, you know, you don't need to be taking supplements that make you sick just toss them you don't need them Mm -hmm. um you know in that instance or makeup that that breaks your skin out or skincare that breaks your skin out you don't need to use that stuff if it is harmful to you but if it is a peppermint oil that you would just replace with another peppermint oil save the money and just go through what you already have and use it as a learning tool like one one more day to remind myself not to get stuck in another scam yeah (laughs) So at the end, we like to do rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay. One word that encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing.
2: I haven't thought about this in a while. um, Sham.
0: A warning or a piece of advice to somebody who's wanting to join an MLM.
2: 100% do your research and then you will realize that you don't want to. Basically, moral of the story, don't listen to this whole podcast, every episode. You will know that you just should never join an MLM.
0: Yeah, and don't ignore that uncomfortable cognitive dissonance you're feeling when you're doing that research because the research the MLM is giving you is contradictory. Mm -hmm. Remember who's giving you the information that you're believing and what their motives are in giving you that information. The worst MLM in your opinion?
2: There are so many but I think the one that makes me the most angry is Amway because I've just heard like they just kind of get you into like this sort of self-help like little group that you go hang out with people and then you have and then basically they look down on you if you don't buy all of all Amway products and no nothing else. It's like all Amway. And that's the way it was with Young Living, all Young Living, nothing else. And anything that is like an MLM that's all encompassing basically like Amway or Young Living isn't so versatile like Amway is, but it's getting there. I would say definitely stay far, far away. Anything that's all encompassing with everyday products for every aspect of your life. Those are the worst ones.
0: Yeah. I think Amway is probably the cultiest of them all. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the hardest lesson that you learned while in MLM?
2: The hardest lesson, um, I guess, is about me and who I am. I've learned that I am vulnerable to other people and what they think. And I, I'm a people pleaser. I can't say no.
0: (laughs) I'm absolutely the same way. I am learning though, that no is a full sentence and it's okay to say it. Yes, me too. (laughs) All right. And then the positive takeaway that you have from your time in MLM.
2: I learned how to talk to strangers, I guess. What's hard is I, it's hard for me to just go up to a stranger and not try to sell them something, but I'm definitely getting very used to talking to people that I don't know. We just like joined a new church since we moved to our new city that we're in. And I find myself, it's easy to connect with adults that are 60s, 70s. And I think Young Living is the one that taught me that. I also am very happy that I got to go to an Imagine Dragons concert. If you ever get the chance, that's not at an MLM convention, do it.
0: (laughs) Such wonderful words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming on the show and sharing your culty experience because...
2: (laughs) It's a lot.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.